Nick Hart from Backstreet Boys. Shout out to Boy Band Break. It's Chris Kirkpatrick here. Shout out to your podcast, Boy Band Break. Hey everybody, this is Howie D, and I'm listening to Boy Band Break. Hi, Ashley Parker Angel here. Huge shout out to the Boy Band Break podcast. This is Brad from LFO, and you are listening to Boy Band Break. Hey, what's up? This is Jacob. It's Dan. What's up? It's Trevor. And it's Eric Michael, and it's time for Boy Band Break, baby. Let's go! Welcome back to Boy Band Break. We encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And Lydia, aka Mama Lou, is not here again, but we have pictures to prove that she is still alive and well. So uh, yeah. the reason she's not here with us today, so she is, uh, as we mentioned in previous episodes, has been doing some um, VTuber stuff. And uh, yesterday they had a karaoke night and she lost her voice because she is like online for like, I want to say like three to five hours every day, like chatting with people and interacting and stuff like that. So yeah, so she takes a lot out of you. It definitely takes a lot out of you for shizzle. Uh, I think she's doing it every day, right? She's doing it every day. Yeah. So yeah, that so, was like that was Sunday. Be she does like cooking, which is kind of cool. And they have that. We showed that set up a few weeks back. Yeah. Um, I guess Friday is karaoke, Tuesday and Thursday she does some other game. There's a, there's a lot. She's, she got a lot of views. She is on, so that's so she's actually getting, yeah, she had some collabs with um, people. So yeah. Some good Doing traction. Well. Congratulations, Lydia. Lydia. Uh, yes. Okay. Sorry. I'm just getting to what should I show first? Oh, also. Okay. So sorry we didn't have an episode last week. It was kind of a bit of a crazy week. Um, but it was also Sophia's birthday. So happy birthday, Sophia. So we went to Toronto. Let's see if I can show you those pictures. Of that. Here we go. One of these days, I'll remember how to share the screen. Okay. Facebook is where those ones are, but we also have. Yes, I have the on Instagram. So yes. There you go. So look, Lydia's live and well. She's there. Uh, I, that's us at Union Station. They have all these really pretty little light things going on there. Very yeah, cute. they added them by Christmas, and I guess they didn't take it down. So. Just them to, yeah, yeah, they're neutral colors. Why not? There's Why not? Sophia. We're wearing our happy birthday headbands and a pin, and she's also wearing a necklace. So it's pickle yeah. barrel. Um, I still have that uh, necklace from three that. years ago, I think it was. You just hang. Why not? We had French onion soup because of it. It was quite delicious. Uh, these are like mac and cheese balls. They're very good. They're mac and cheese poppers were delicious. Poppers, that was it, yes. And it worked out because there was three of us and three of them. So good. Yes. Uh, what was this? Pickles? I think yes, deep fried uh, pickles. Deep fried pickles. And then the chicken bites. And then we had the ho hoisin chicken bites. So those were good. Yeah. Um, yes. uh, and then so Sophia got surf and turf. Yes, the seven ounce sirloin steak with mashed potatoes yes. and vegetables. My yes, apologies yes. if you are hungry. I hope you ate all your dinner. <laughs> uh, yes, Lydia got some fancy meditarian sandwich with fancy bread. I can't remember. Reuben, maybe? I don't know. I Montreal believe so, meat. yes. Something like that. And then I just got steak with a mushroom. And there's Sophia <laughs> stabbing her steak. Uh, and then us cheersing our empty water cups. I gotta say, our waiter was very good at refilling Sophia's water. If anyone yes. has not gone out to dinner with Sophia, she drinks a lot of water. He was very impressed, and it inspired him to drink more water, apparently. So, so <laughs> see, I'm trying to help people drink more water. By, you know what? I'm just going to take a sip right now. <laughs> and Thanks, Sophia. She's like, I wanted to bring you a new cup because this is what I like to do. And I was like, thank you so much because not every waiter does that at restaurants. Yes, we went on a trip once to Toledo, Ohio. Yeah, she would just keep pouring the water. But every time she poured the water, she added a new lemon. So mm -hmm. by like the eighth refill, uh, Sophia's cup was all lemons and then just like a splash of water splash of water good times never not be funny but yes yes and then some cake and there you go death by chocolate or something uh okay i think it was um fudge fudge chocolate yes. fudge cake yeah speaking of cakes and cookies i'm gonna show sophia's cupcakes that she bought herself so 
right? Did you buy this? I bought you know, them, yes. What you you know what you like, and there you go. All right, so here we go. So if you're not gonna us, buy them me. for yourself, who's gonna buy them? You know what? Why not? Exactly. You know you're gonna like it. Uh so it looks like there's a lot of fun. There looks like there's an Oreo one, a Twix yes, one. Like I said, there was Oreo, there was Kit Kat, um, Mars, I think there was a Mars one. And yeah. there was cookies and cream and a birthday one. Sprinkle. And this is probably red velvet, maybe? Or yeah, that one's red Rocher velvet. Or something. Yeah. And then the Ferrero Rocher I got. And then, look at these and fun then, cookies. Yes. So Simran from Guilty Pleasures Cafe in Vaughn. Um, I sent her pictures. She's a jack of all trades. She does it all. She's a one-woman show. I gave her some pictures and she said, let me see what I can do. And this is what she came up with. Very cute. So we this is the second year in a row that I did it. The cupcakes and cookies. Cause she did such a good job last year. So I was like, let's do it again. Now this is the lady that Trish Stratus goes to, right? Yes. So Trish has always promoted this um, shop and I was like, why not try it? And she did not disappoint. Great cookies and cupcakes. Yes. And for those who don't know, Trish Stratus is a wrestler. So if you're watching this, she's on the bottom left. Yes. And above her is a man wrestler. This is Seth Rollins. Seth freaking Seth Rollins. Rollins. He's a male wrestler. He is one of my favorites. This is, is when this I first Becky? met him okay. uh, in 2019 at SummerSlam meet and greets. Nice. When WWE used to do meet and greets. Then now do Fanatics mean. does meet and greets. So WWE doesn't do them anymore. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, is this Becky the man? This is uh, the man, Becky Lynch, who is okay. his wife. Oh, uh, she's okay. awesome. Yeah. My two faves got married and have a child together. Oh, very cute. Yes. Very sweet. Right. And this was also when I met her in 2019 at the SummerSlam meet and greets. Yes. And the Trish Stratus one was Montreal, right? Uh, the Trish Stratus one was Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Sorry. Okay. And then obviously you have Nick and AJ from the Beck Street, the boys at yes. 90s con Tampa. That's correct. Like, the the ears, the monkey ears. ears. Yeah. Yep. And then the picture in the front is you and Nick from tampa as well the first oh. day of that one very nice is there other... yes. oh those are just close-ups of all the cookies they're very cute they're like square yes uh, and the packaging nice. go just darling Beautiful. was there anything else you wanted to share from your instagram or was that um and then i had a cake um that i oh. got from serrano bakery as well we did yes, an evening we did an evening cake as well very nice. Happy birthday, Sophia. Yes, Good. that is my slice of cake that I had. But if you want to go on Facebook, that is the bigger cake. Is like there. Cake. Okay. And you got your fancy nails, did. I did. Yeah, yeah. A nice birthday celebration. There you go. Awesome. So happy yeah. birthday. Enjoy Thank you. Birthday. I had a wonderful time celebrating. Excellent. All right. What else did we have? Oh, there's a couple of uh, Boy Dandy announcements before we get on to this uh, episode. Let's start with, let's start with New Kids on the Block. Yes. What? Um, they have something that has brought back some nostalgic memories. Yes. So the New Kids on the Block are promoting a new song that is coming out on, I believe, Tuesday, March third-ish, fourth-ish, whenever that is, um, at 1.30 p.m. apparently. Um, oh, sorry. sorry. March 5th. The... Yes. March 5th. So the song is called Kids. So it's coming out. Uh, it'll be on YouTube. So go check that out. But the cool thing that they did uh, is they brought back the New Kids on the Block hotline. So... Yes, this is the nostalgic that I was talking about. Yes. Oh, don't want to play a thing. So basically... Um, back in the day, they used to have a hotline that would cost like, I guess, like 99 cents a minute or something. And then they would just leave messages and fans would call and, um, parents would get updates from them on the road and there would be so long phone bills were very expensive. Yeah. So this is allegedly free. I called it, it works in Canada and the U S for sure. 
I don't know if it works international. Uh, so the phone number is 1806-NEW-KIDS, which if you don't have a phone that shows you what that is, let me just get the actual number. Uno momento, por favor. Okay, it is 1806-639-5437. So 806-639-5437. So basically it's free. You call and then one of the guys... Uh, leaves a message. I did not realize how quickly they updated, so I've definitely missed a few of them. I heard uh, the very first one was Joey, kind of like welcoming you to the hotline, and then like they played a clip of the song, um, and then um, Donnie. They, then Donnie had a very long call where he was explaining how it works and all that stuff. Danny, so they they're just taking turns. It's fun. Hopefully, someone has um, recorded them all and put them somewhere so if we find that we will link it or if any blockheads are listening and you know feel free to link it below people can check it out um another thing they were doing is they were putting like these pictures that were like um what are they called silhouettes of the guys so they had like so then you had to guess who it was so like okay obviously this one's danny um joey mac you can tell by his hair there um which one was this one? John Jonathan. Uh, and then it's a Johnny Wahlberg. But it looks like he's either blowing a bubble or something. So this is my response. What I thought it looked like. I thought it looked like a Muppet. Like, I don't think that's what it's supposed to be. That was, was so like, funny. As as I saw it, like, come on, guys. Does that not look like some sort of, like, I don't know. That was very funny. I was like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. So, yeah, so that's good. So that's... What's new in the new kids' territory? Uh, let's see what else. In the new kids' world. In the new kids' world. And speaking of other boy bands, okay. Joey Fatone of NSYNC and AJ McLean of the Backstreet Boys. Uh, we already announced a few weeks ago that they were doing uh, Legendary Night. So this is basically kind of like what they did at 90s Con Tampa where yes. the two of them are doing a show on stage. They kind of sing each other's songs. There's apparently a wheel that you spin. And it's, it's basically almost like them doing karaoke. Apparently, there's going to be a third um, person there. And apparently, it's a couch. What? I don't know. I saw something on uh, Instagram stories that showed that it could possibly be a couch is the third person or item. Oh, invite people up on stage to sing? I guess because um, I think there was one or two people there, like friends, because it was Joey and friends. So my guess oh, is they're going right. to add some people. But I don't know. I saw like a couch as well. They love the couch that was there. I don't know. Yeah, you never know. You never know. So they originally had uh, three, six. They already had nine dates. They've added a bunch more. So I'm just giving a quick rundown of the new dates they added. They have gone on sale. They just went on sale this week. This is what they have for now. I don't know if they're going to add things eventually, depending on how things sales are going. But uh, so starting. So the first batch of shows are all in March. And then these ones are all in May. So uh, May 23rd, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Uh, the 25th is Denver, Colorado. The 26th is Omaha, Nebraska. The 30th is Niagara Falls, Ontario. Woo! Finally, we got a Canadian date. Yeah. Um, at least so it's close to Toronto. So, yeah, it's at the OLG stage at Fallsview Casino. So it's not where Nick Carter was playing. Nick played the Avalon Ballroom, which is in the casino. This is the one across the street. Um, so it's the big sign. It's, it's bigger. So it holds like 5,000 people or something. So... They're going to be there on uh, Thursday, May 30th. Uh, the, uh, the only other Canadian date is Friday, May 31st. And they're going to Windsor, Ontario to Caesars Windsor. So that's like another casino. Uh, then in June, June 1st, they hit up Chicago. Uh, June 6th, Grand Prairie, Texas. The 7th is Baton Rouge, Louisiana. 13th, St. Louis, Missouri. 14th is Columbus, Ohio. 15th is Kettering, Ohio. 21st is Grand Ronde, Oregon. Sorry if I fuck that up. Uh, 22nd is Lincoln, California. Uh, June 23rd, San Francisco, California. June 27th, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, the 28th, Nashville, Tennessee. The 29th, Louisville, Kentucky. And then in, then there's a little bit of a break. And then in July, they, on the 18th, they have Port Chester, New York. Um, the 19th is Atlantic City, New Jersey. And 
at this moment in time. Their last show is July 20th on Oxen Hill MD. Which one is MD? Maryland? Maryland, yeah. Less than we're Canadian. I don't know all of the states. I basically know. But anyways, yeah. So uh, pretty cool. Awesome that they've added some shows. I was just looking at it. Other and two. they're going to be performing on Good Morning America. Oh, nice. Awesome. I believe so. so. It's Sounds one like of the morning shows, but I believe yes. it was Good Morning America. Yes. So awesome. And so tune in the, for that. Yes. And they have the eat and greet as well. Yes, they're having that in New York, right? So they're doing yes. uh, dumpling making, I believe. Yes. It's already happened or it's happening this weekend, I think. I think it's happening on the 4th. Yes. So it either Sunday, just right? happened, it's happening when we're when this episode is released. So yes. Uh, if anybody went to that and wants to come on the show and tell us about it, by all means, give us a shout -a I don't know why I yes. said shout -a but yeah, Let us know. Why not? shout -a is fun. Check that out. So right now, there's still quite a few tickets available. They haven't opened the upper balcony yet for, sorry, Niagara Falls. Um, but anything in the middle is their VIP ones that include a sound check as well. So they have that. Uh, Canadian pricing right now is $446 for that one. Uh, that does not include a picture. And then uh, you can do individual meet and greets with the guys that do include a picture for about 275 ish 300 Canadian. I don't know what the U.S. pricing. Um, but yeah, so that's at Please and Thank You um, website as well. So. Yes, okay. I think that will be a lot of fun. I think it'll be fun. I think those two are quite, like, Joey is a fucking ham. Uh, and so is AJ, really. So AJ is a good time as well. Just, like, banter, tell jokes, like, whatever. So it should be a really yeah. good time. And uh, yeah. I saw on his Instagram, he colored his hair pink. Joey did or AJ? AJ. Because he's uh, ready AJ. for some fun times. Why not, AJ? Enjoy your life. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So. If you want to share that, it's on his Instagram story. Up to you. If not, we can move along. Okay, hold on. In a momento, por favor. Uh, AJ. I was like, wow, you're going nostalgic route. Back in the day, you used to color your hair all the time. Okay, so Instagram story. Hopefully it's still there. Yeah, that's there very is. pink. Good friend, Big Apple, here I come. So, yes. Uh, didn't Lance from uh, Sync also color his hair pink recently? Yes. I believe he did. For the trolls movie as well, right? He no, for the trolls he actually did like the um, all the different colors, like the rainbow. Oh, colors, right. But, you know, Lance is doing just pink. Yes. Um, I have to say, I did pink during the pandemic, and I freaking loved it. It was so cute, hot pink. Hey, why not? Right? Whatever why not? makes you happy. If it makes you. Well, I work in radio currently, ah, uh, so yeah, it's uh, still viable. Um, right. Oops, how do I? And the 90s con is coming up in a couple weeks. Yes. They've so added a, they added like a people's after party. They're going to be celebrating 50 years of the People magazine. And um, the girl that is Ariel's voice in the original Little Mermaid. Yeah. Am I crazy? Yes. Jody Benson will be there. And uh, Drew and Drew Lachey and Jeff Timmons will be performing as well. So, uh, unfortunately, this year we are not going to '90s Con, right? You're not going either. That is nope. correct. Uh, yep. I've already done event. two last year, so I'm good. Well, there's quite a few um, '90s artists going to be there, but uh, the only boy band members are Drew and Jeff, which again, love them. They are amazing guys, but it is a long ass drive out there. It's like. And we've already met them. Hours, and we've met them a bunch of times. So anyone who's going, I hope you have a great time because they yes, are super it's fun. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. 90s kind of super. I was debating volunteering, but then I was just like, then I got to get all the way over there. Then I have to like pay for my own hotel and all that stuff for like, what, right? To, which is good. Yeah. I love volunteering. If it was local, I would 100% have signed up for that. But yeah, but yeah. sure. For sure. And yeah. it's pretty cool that uh, two castmates from Dawson's Creek will be there because oh, who would have thought that anyone from Dawson's Creek would be there? I don't want to wait. 
There's actually quite a few, like, Marissa Tomei is in there. Um, yes, some of the um, two Academy Award winners, Gina Davis, I believe. Gina Davis here. Oh, I found the page. Uno momento, yeah. por favor. Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Yes. So, so, Gina Davis, uh, Susan Sarandon, uh, Alyssa, Alyssa Milano, Milano. Jody Benson. Uh, Linda Larkin looks familiar. Then you have all your people from uh, Boy Meets World. So there's how many casts? Three, six, nine, about nine of them. Uh, the show Step by Step, it's their first reunion, I believe. And they got, let's see, three, yes. six, seven, eight of them. Uh, Melissa Joan Hart and um, a couple of people from Sabrina the Teenage Witch will be there. Beth Broderick, super nice. We've met her a few times. Lovely. They're all yes. very lovely people. Um, oh, the cast of Hey Dude, which was another 90s yes. that I watched on Satellite Dish, but nobody here has ever heard of the show. Uh, no. So that's Christine. Oh, the Keller, two, so the... Sorry, Christine and the other guy. What's his name? Daniel? David Lasher. Sorry, David. Yeah, they have a podcast, a okay. 90s podcast. So that's fun. So they were the main characters on Hey Dude. So they were there. Excellent. Um, oh yeah. So there. Uh, and there's some other characters. Then we got Jeff and Drew from 98 Degrees. Uh, Andrew Keegan is the 90s star. We got some Dawson's Creek people. We got he, James Vanderbeek. He used to be in every 90s movie. That guy, Andrew Keegan. He's Andrew everything. Keegan was in a lot of 90s movies for sure. Yes. Um, Kerr Smith from uh, Dawson's Creek. Mira Servino. Was in it like Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion? Um, Dave Coulier from Full House. Uh, Full Empire Promotions uh, has taken her on as a client. Has taken who on? Uh, yes. Okay. Dominic. Uh, I love Dominic. Dominic's the best. Uh, so, yeah, so then Jody and Andrea, also from Full House, will be there. Candace Bergen is not this year because I think she's filming something. Yes. Uh, oh, I forgot. Seventh Heaven is going to be there. Seventh so Heaven. Really I used show. to watch that show as well. Yep. So a bunch of them. Barry Watson, mm -hmm. Catherine Hicks, David Gallagher, mm -hmm. Mackenzie Rosman, and then Marissa Tomei. So quite a, quite a big group. I'm actually impressed. They have quite a few shows represented. There's a bunch of new characters and older ones as well. A little bit surprising that Beverly Hills wasn't asked back, like the cast. So interesting. I think they've done it three times, though, so I feel like they probably wanted to switch it up a little bit. What do you think? Maybe, but I thought, like, they're very popular, so they would ask them again. Yeah. But, yeah, it makes That's sense true. that they would switch it up. And then the moderator is Kimberly Brown from Halloween Town and then a bunch of People magazine editors. Uh, rock star DJ Trey will be the official music guy, and then there's uh, some artists. He, he well. does a pretty good job, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, he does some pretty good tunes. Yes, he does for sure. Keeps the party going. And then uh, there's also going to be some tattoo artists on site as well. So, yeah, so that is March. Which is good because 20... sometimes people get the artist's autograph and then go right away to get the tattooed on their arm. So they can savor the moment and have it all done to not worry about it being washed off. So, yeah, so that's uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so if you're looking for 90s con at the time of recording this, it's about 12 days away. Uh, it's March 15th to 17th, 2024 at the Connecticut Convention Center. And it's put on by That's For Entertainment. Okay. Woo! Ready to talk about today's episode? Yes. All right. Sounds good. So I just want to say that I needed an open... Okay, I'm just going to say something I probably shouldn't be saying. I'm not going to name any names or anything but i've mentioned in the past that i work in radio um and uh recently the company that owns us uh sold half of the radio stations including my radio station so currently i'm still employed fingers crossed uh, and it could take a while for the crtc to put it through and all that stuff so it's kind of been a little bit of eggshells for the last couple of weeks people are like what's going on da, 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 da. but i feel like everybody's pretty chill now everything's good the new company seems great some of the managers have met with the owner and he seems like a really good guy. We're also in the middle of moving our offices uh, to downtown because the building that we're in is going to get demolished. So there's oh, that wow. other layer of things going on. So there's a lot of like work stuff going on. Lots of moving so, parts. Normally, 
lots of moving parts. So normally in February, we have a sales conference. So I've been with the company for about seven years. Everything's good. Um, so the first two years I was allowed to go to the sales conference. I'm a sales coordinator. I'm not actual sales rep. Then they're like, actually, no, you can't come anymore. It's just for the sales reps. I'm like, okay, whatever. Cause it was a big thing in Toronto and we would stay overnight and go to all these conferences and have food and all that jazz. So then during the pandemic, they switched it all to online meetings. So you had to be online at this specific day. It was now one day instead of two. You're stuck there for like nine hours. They track to make sure that you're there, whatever. And they have some good guest speakers and stuff, whatever. So this year they didn't do it, which now we're realizing it's because they were in the process of selling the company, parts mm. of the company at this point. So we're like, okay, whatever. That's fine. Nobody really wants to go to the sales conference. So then like this week, we get a box in the mail for all of the sales reps and for me. We're like, oh, okay. And it's from like the VP of the company of the sales. We're like, oh, okay. So we open it up and it is items branded with our company name on it. The company that I'm not going to say which company, but they made a comment saying that radio was not viable. And that was like a whole big scuff. So yeah, so now we all received just the sales team, a water bottle with the company logo, a tote bag, vitamin C tablets, and a notebook. And then everyone's like, okay, what are, is this like a going away gift? Like here was your station. And I don't know. So it was a bit of a scuff off and like the other departments like, oh, great. I'm glad we fired people so that you guys can have water bottles. And I'm like, okay, great. So awkward. <laughs> so anyways, I brought this stuff home and I was not <laughs> meaning to use it. Okay. But I just have to say, the bag is a really good quality bag. And so is the notebook. And I was using the notebook to write notes. And I was like, oh, I'm going to hate this notebook. And I was like, damn it, this notebook is really nice. So I was like annoyed with myself. But look at how like lovely this pen writes. And it's just so good. So it's, I just thought that was amusing. You know, That's all good. That has nothing to do with anything. But anyway, it's not the pen works like well. a stale cookie. True. But they've never given us anything before. Ever. So they've never get oh. I guess at the conference, I think one time they gave us like a tambourine or something. I don't know. But I was or no, they were little bells that we had to ring. I don't know. So I was like, so this is the year you've decided to bestow gifts on us with the radio station company that half of us no longer work for or won't do you think it was before they planned to fire people because they, they knew what they were doing oh okay because i was like, like that's kind of weird to send a while weird. to get these items so i was just like this is such a weird it's a weird thing but kind of like them as well so i feel kind of bad that i'm like i feel bad that i like them and i was just like all oh, right fine i will accept these gifts but yeah pull in your arm pull in my arm um my timer is not showing what time are we at right now 27 minutes 27 okay so about 10 minutes in. why do that i have no idea when we, when we record on lydia's computer it always shows the right time and i have no idea why it doesn't on mine but anyways so what we are going to talk about this week oh and apologies that we did not record an episode last week uh thank you for checking out some of our old episodes we have 280 of them so there's an episode for everyone uh yes, yes. so mm -hmm. we found a podcast it came out a couple of weeks ago uh, okay so it is called um steve-o's wild ride podcast so he's from this, jackass right so he's from jackass so the episode that we reviewed is episode 199 with joey fatone sorry if you're looking for it on youtube it's under joey fatone on who got the most groupie action in NSYNC wild ride 199 I'm like oh wow. great so it's gonna be like one of these and i would just like to so here this is steve-o i have no clue who any of the other people are i think it's I just part of they were team. from jackass or are these just his his podcast team there is hat guy and blue shirt guys what i refer to i and don't recall seeing these two on jackass because like sometimes they show they would show videos on tv I don't recall these people. But, yeah. so, so it's probably just podcast people. So basically, for Jackass was more of an American show. We did play it a little bit in Canada, but it was basically American. And we are not the demographic for this show. It was like teenage boys who get into stupid shit type. I feel like that was kind of the demographic because it was a bunch of dudes pulling pranks on each other and doing gross things, right? Yeah. Basically. I feel like much music played it. Maybe they did, yeah. Like, did you ever watch it back in the day? 
I feel like I've seen like like in passing and changing channels. Like, oh, what is this? Just this jackass. Okay. Like, oh, they're shoving something off their butt or they're jumping off yeah. the building. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to watch this. Let me yeah, like, I don't want to see you dying or getting injured or whatever the fuck yes. you're doing. So again, so we're not the demographic. They obviously had quite a huge demographic, whatever. So I was just like, ah, I don't know. And even just like the catchphrase here at the beginning, I was like, what kind of is this gonna be like kind of like a Howard Sterney type thing mm-hmm. or whatever? Uh, I also just well, want to the biggest the biggest star I guess from that show was Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville, yes. And mm-hmm. I also know of Johnny Knoxville not only from that, but he also um, did some stuff with WWE. So basically, oh, the knowledge okay. that I know of Jackass is from WWE. Well, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so what I have to say though, so I went in with very low expectations. However. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this. Did you listen to it or? I did a majority of it. Yes. Yes. So I'm like, okay, you guys are actually fun and like whatever. So I thought it was good. There was obviously some questionable questions, but for the most part, it wasn't like dramatically bad. And then at the end, he's like, oh my God, we asked you all these questions. I'm like, did you? Because whatever. (laughs) But anyways, as you can see, Joey, first I thought he was just wearing a weird orange shirt with stripes. Then I realized he was wearing um, Bert. Is this Bert? Ernie. yes uh bert hey bert hey ernie uh, yeah i think he's bert oh ernie i couldn't really tell from sesame street okay bert is to the be honest, one. i wasn't ernie really paying orange. close attention to his shirt i was just watching the show okay so just to confirm share this tab instead this is ernie so that's what he is wearing and All they right. recorded this Ernie. on a uh, cruise. A practical yes. Joker's so, cruise. It was recorded on a cruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Practical Jokers, which Joey is a part of or just friends with them? I think he's friends with them. Maybe he did some things with them, but I think it's just a friend thing. I think, yeah. And he like does things and hosts things and all that stuff. So, yes. Alrighty, I'm gonna get but into what my. Is like he's on there with with um with the jackass people or one of them. Yeah. And then okay, let's do an interview on the cruise in our cabin. Okay. Uh, you know what? You're stuck on a boat anyways. You can't really get anywhere, so might as well just do this. So let's make some content. Good. Why not? Exactly. So, uh, okay. So I'm just gonna get in. Feel free to jump in if you have anything. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then he starts off. So Steve-O starts off in like his like recording studio or editing studio or something, mm-hmm. which he goes back to several times during, the, which I thought was very entertaining, but I will digress. Yes. Anyways, um, so he said like, this was juicier than hell. Nothing was off limits. Joey Vuitton's such a great guy, whatever. So then they jump in. Uh, so they apparently met way back in the day on the Steel Panther set of a music video. Mm. Um but they didn't really like talk. They exchanged phone numbers and then never talked to each other again after that. Which is like, oh, hey. very funny. <laughs> but still apparently kept their phone, the numbers in the phone. So yes. Uh, so they hit it off right away. They never talked. He bumped into him again on this impractical Joker's boat cruise. So he's like, oh, hey, Joe Fatone's here. Okay, cool. Uh, so then he called Joey Fatone the vanilla ice of the impractical Joker's cruise, which made no sense to me apparently i guess vanilla ice went to go see some band a whole bunch of times and was always there but wasn't actually performing and i guess this is what joey does i don't know i didn't really get the reference because isn't vanilla ice wasn't he like a bad thing that happened in the 90s no but i think they were talking about how vanilla ice is always on tour with somebody oh okay maybe okay i don't know i might have okay so right off right off the bat the very first question that he asks is which member of sync crushed the most beef? And At then point, Joey, Joey did not understand. Beef. What beef? <laughs> so at first he thought he said beef. And he's like, well, obviously Lance, because he's gay, right? Type thing. But then it was like there was some confusion and they're like beef, like, you know, beaver, like pussy. <laughs> um and then Joey very <laughs> deflected it by saying, I don't know. I guess I'm gonna have to smell everyone's fingers, and I was like, "Yeah, he was." I think he said, I like, like, "Oh, I, I'm not sure. I haven't smelled everyone's fingers to see how much." I was like, "Joey, oh my god!" I was god. just like, "Well, okay." 
just starting off on a good note. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's going to be one of those shows. It's going to be one of those. Joey has no filter. Yes. Um, so anyway, so then they were making fun of Joey because he apparently bought, brought four people as an entourage and they were all like uh, crammed yes. in this room. Uh, so he was saying that back in the day, there was a lot of lobby love because girls were hanging out in the lobby, but nothing like... He, he basically implied that they were not hoes like the guys and they weren't sleeping around that much who knows if he's telling the truth but also the girls were underage a lot of them so uh anyway so they would hang in because when they first started like justin was 14 lance was 16 joey was 17 jc was 18 and chris was 24 uh so they got together in 95 that's kind of like kevin right kevin was the oldest in backstreet boys and nick was the youngest Yes, basically. The yeah. weird age group, the age range there as well. But I feel in, in this case, Chris acts a lot younger than his age, whereas Kevin acts that a is, lot older than his age. So that is very true. Yes. Uh, so then continuing on with the smelling of the fingers, he was talking about there was a lot of smelling and not a lot of penetration. I was like, okay, Joey, thank you for sharing this information. <laughs> but he also at this point mentioned that most of them did have girlfriends. So they weren't really hooking up with people. Again, who knows? And he, knows he also people. said, like, he's they're in a boy band, so you can't really have that kind of image where you're sleeping around. Right, exactly. Because you're, like, like, squeaky clean kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. We're, like, Kiss or somebody. That's, like, their big yeah. thing. We've hooked up with all these thousands of women and shit like that. So, uh, yeah. And then he also brought up the point that Justin's mom was on tour with them as a chaperone. So again, you don't really get a lot of alone time there. Yes. Uh, and then Lance Justin, was like you said, was 14 years 14, old. So I don't think Justin was hooking up with people uh, <laughs> uh, with his mom there in the lobby. Uh, and then Lance, uh, Lance's mom was on tour with them as a tutor because Diane um, is a teacher. So they were like, oh, you're perfect. You're a teacher. Come on tour and teach them. And it was basically just teaching Lance and Justin because Joey and the others were older and be like, eh, fuck off, you don't need to do this shit. Right. So they're like, okay, we're going to go party or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, they were living in a bus um, and van in Germany for about two and a half years. Uh, 1997 started, they started getting big in Europe because of the Backstreet Boys. So he did acknowledge that the Backstreet Boys opened the door for them in Europe. Yes. So they're the ones who kind of went through. And then once the door was open for boy bands, they were able to just kind of like waltz in. And they said, like, it wasn't as hard for them as the Backstreet Boys. The Backstreet Boys obviously struggled. They had two years in Europe. Yes, exactly. But it was a lot easier for NSYNC, as he mentioned. For sure. For sure. Uh, and then in the States, then the Backstreet Boys and Spice Girls and Hanson came. Uh, and then basically NSYNC just took all the Backstreet Boys scrap. So the things the Backstreet Boys didn't want to do, like the Disney special, um, and that's what kind of propelled them in uh, North America. Yeah. So they were talking about like how big were the tours. And uh, so he was saying like in Europe, it was like 2,300, 5,000 people at shows. Uh, and then Joey was like, you know, what you see is what you get with me. I'm not trying to be anyone else. So basically he doesn't have a different persona, whatever Joey is, Joey. So he's just going to talk and say shit and whatever and be chill and have a yes. He was saying that he jokes around the same jokes that he says uh, in private, he says on television. So. And fair enough, we've met him at a bunch of cons. That man just, just no says filter. things, and he no filter. He's hilarious. He chokes. Yes. He, he's very funny. To be he's very funny. He's very entertaining. Yes. Um, so when he was a kid, he looked up to New Kids on the Block and Boys to Men as inspiration, and then eventually they were working with them, which was cool. So then uh, Steve-O asked if there were any brawls or jealous boyfriends. So then he retold the story that him and I believe Justin were at a club. Oh, no. He was at a club. He was surrounded by a bunch of women. So this guy comes up to him. He's like, "You're fucking gay." And Joey's like, well, "Who cares if I am?" But whatever. And he's like, "You're talking to me instead of all the women around. So aren't doesn't that make you gay?" And the guy's like, "Whatever." Blah blah. And like, yes. so he's just like, instead of like trying to pick up women, this guy's all being all macho and like, oh, putting Joey down, right? Uh, yeah. And then there was another time where Joey and Justin were at a bar. And a guy tried to get in a fight with them to show he was cool in front of the girls. And then he stood up and this guy was super tall and they were short. And then like the bodyguards started fighting each other. It was just apparently shenanigans. It was wild times, apparently. 
Yes, for sure. So then uh, Steve was saying, so they were together for about seven years, which is how long the Beatles were together. Uh, and NSYNC sold 70 million albums during that time. And they, so Steve-O said, you're kind of, you were bigger than the Beatles. So at this point, it cuts to him in his little like room. In studio and doing an studio ad? To do a commercial okay. for some clothes called. So at this know. point, I wasn't paying attention. So I was like, what the hell? Uh, what a segue into this ad. <laughs> it was pretty funny. He was just like, yeah, let's swipe into here. So. Uh, in case you would like to buy these clothes, they're very, that's all he wears. Outknown.com slash Stevo, promo code Stevo, you get 25% off. I'm like, why am I writing this down? What the hell does this have to do with the episode? I just think you thought it was funny and you're like, let I me write it. Was, I was amused by it. And there's additional ones and it just got funnier as it went along. So. I thought it was pretty funny as well. Yeah, so it came back. Um, so then Joey said, Steven Tyler came up to him and said, like, when are you getting back together? The last time I heard screams that loud was when I went to go see Beatles concert in the 60s. So he's like, um, and then they were kind of like chatting about whether the Beatles are considered a boy band, which we've also discussed a bunch of times. Um, and then Joey's like, they could play instruments and JC and Justin wrote. They're kind of more of a vocal group, but they accept the boy band term. Um, then there was a guy with a hat. So he was all like, so like when you started getting the money, what did you buy? So, uh, what kind of stupid shit did you buy? So then Joey was like, they were a middle-class family. He didn't know anything about investing or anything. They're just like a regular run-of-the-mill people. Um, but he got a house with like a custom couch with all like different colored pillows. He said the house cost $250,000, but he wanted a Star Wars room in this house. Uh, and that the room cost 400000 So the room cost more than the entire fucking house. Star Wars like, oh, he is a could, big like, deal. Put his hand on the door and it like open and stuff. And then they were calling him gay at that point. And they're like, it was anyways. Um, so then they started talking about the Lou Perlman documentary, which we mm. have talked about a bunch of times on the podcast. Yes. Um, and we did a review on it. Yes, we have time we've done a seance with Lou. Just look up Lou Perlman in our podcast. You can find it. Um, anyways, so. Uh, Joey was saying that uh, Lou was a smart businessman for himself. Uh, he he would always compete Backstreet Boys and NSYNC together, but also would keep them apart so they couldn't tell each other things. Uh, he made himself the sixth member. He made them as a manager, this guy, this. So he was getting a cut of everything. Um, but then he did the Ponzi scheme. So like... And then he's like, I don't know why he would, have, he had a successful business. He was making mm -hmm. a lot of money, but then he was just greedy. So that's basically what happened. The and then greed he, took over. The greed took over. So then uh, they're talking about recoupable costs. So basically anytime they would go out to dinner or something, Lou would pay. So they're like, oh, that's so nice that Lou's paying for everything. But he would keep track of everything and take that out of the money that they would earn. Very sneaky. <laughs> Yes. Um, so uh, one e example was uh, they were filming the Tearing Up My Heart video and it was around Joey and Justin's birthday. So Lou's like, I'm going to buy you this Armani jacket. And Joey's like, holy crap, it's like a $250 jacket. That's amazing. And then when they got the paperwork, like the jacket was a billable expense. So basically he, Joey paid for his own birthday present. So that's basically how it was. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, so then there was like some confusion because they were talking about how in the documentary they always say they only got like ten or twenty thousand dollars from Lou after working their asses off. So like I've never really computed how he was able to buy all this shit. So he said that they didn't buy the stuff until they were away from Lou. Mm. So once that shut down and they sued and all that other stuff, and then No Strings Attached came out, that's where they made all their money. Lou didn't get a cut of that, and that's when he was spending his money on stupid shit like cars and houses and things like that. Uh, so then, Steve decided to bring up uh, allegations of diddling because Lou Pearlman, he's like, Oh, did he diddle you as well? Because they keep talking about, and whatever. then he was like, I, I think I was too old for his diddling. <laughs> he's like, I was too old for him to diddle, and he's like, He never oh once hit on or touched Joey, like, he doesn't want to diddle an old Italian guy or whatever. So, like, he was like, Um, he had he, 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 he bit the bill of the bullet there, Joey. That was funny. So he didn't say who, but he did say that other people were like creeped out by Lou, but no one has ever specifically told him a story in which something happened. 
not mm-hmm. saying that it didn't happen, but no one has specifically said, hey, Lou, touch my wiener or whatever. He hasn't said like, right? So mm-hmm. no idea. Uh, and then they were talking if Lou was still alive and he said he died in jail. And then he was caught overseas and he was saying Germany. I was like, it was not Germany, it was Thailand by a German tourist. But then they talked about the picture and the FBI and Lou was in the background. And yeah, so. That was crazy. Um, yes. So then it went back to Steve-O's studio for another commercial uh for the squatty potty oh uh, yes and this has been helping him shit for 12 years for number two he's talking about he just kept talking about number two and shitting and apparently you like squat that. and it's easier for your bladder it's better and... on your thing yeah i've heard of it like, okay. anyways it's supposed to be good for you There's whatever no floats your stuff. boat to help you poo you know exactly so now we're back in the on the cruise um so then this is where joey said that he bought a four acre house in florida it was ten thousand square feet he loved it it was a five car garage for some reason he's like why i don't know just because and i think he mentioned that the car had the thing where it could turn around like the batmobile so you didn't have to back out it would just turn like cool that was very cool uh so then after a while he's like why do i have this it's too big his daughter's on another floor he doesn't even see her like whatever so they moved to california then it was too expensive there so they moved back to florida um and then they were talking about like performing or something and he said as an entertainer it doesn't matter how many people you're performing for so if he's because over the years he's done tiny little clubs and like big arenas and it's like either way just the fact of performing is enjoyable I've heard that from other artists as well. Like, it doesn't matter. It's just like the thrill of performing, the adrenaline rush. and the Yes, exactly. And the crowd interacting and all that stuff. Yes. So, yeah. um, so then the hat guy was like, um, when, when or why was the convo to split? So Joey said, um, it took them two and a half years to get a record deal. And it was go, 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 go for seven years. So they were just kind of burnt out. They were worn out. Lance was trying to do the space thing. JC and JT were writing music and the record company basically wanted to promote Justin kind of like, uh, Nick um, Carter. No, Nick Carter, Michael Jackson. Yes. Like, but like they Jackson. also trying to do that with Nick Carter, but they didn't mention it. Yes. yes. But, uh, but then but that's was... what I thought of. Sorry. I always go back. Yeah, for that. sure. For sure. Yes. Um, and then, um, they were talking about that and then, so this is where I really like, so then Steve-O said that was basically what Johnny Knoxville did. They did yeah. start doing stuff without them. They, he kind of, um, he Timberlake under the jackass name. And then he said, he, Knoxville Timberlaked us. So yes. I really appreciate that he uses the term Timberlake because we use that all the yeah. time. Anytime a person leaves a band. So I'm like, good, good on you, Steve-O. He Timberlaked you. So yes. Uh, and then Joey was like, we both got duped by our boys, you know? Um, and then the hat guy was like, uh, was there any bad blood after the split? And so Joey's like, not really, but he said, this is kind of like the moment when he kind of realized like stuff was basically, so he said the MTV awards was Justin's first performance. So the record company started kind of splitting them up and keeping Justin back. So they did the red carpet, but Justin wasn't with them on the red carpet. He did his own red carpet. And then in sync were the ones who introduced Justin on stage, which was weird. Just, yeah, so he's like really kind of weird. Like he was part member of our band, and now we're just introducing him on stage. So yeah, so then he blew up, and the record label was obviously promoting him a lot. Um, so then somehow went off on a tangent. Oh, because Steve-O wanted to tell his Justin Timberlake stories. So he said he I guess he did some show called Celebs. I did cocaine with. So yeah. apparently he did cocaine with or whatever met up with kid rock in like 2004 2005 new year's eve so when he was driving there on the radio they were saying oh the highest grossing band of the year is metallica so he was just trying to like make conversation with kid rock and he's like yeah oh, really like million... something like that yeah like a hundred yeah, million, million, million yeah. like that. and then so he said to kid rock i'm like that's pretty cool that they're like they made all this money and then kid rock's like yeah but they have to split it four ways. Being a solo <laughs> artist, you get to keep it all. And we're just like, okay. So they're kind of like... Which they kind of agreed with. They're like, yeah. Yeah, that's not, it's not because in sync, you got to split it five ways or six if Lou is still there, right? Yeah. And then you have to think um, about the touring, the managers, the, all these people. 
Yeah, for sure. There's so many people. His right? team, like everyone in the team, right? In the NSYNC. It's not just one person. True, but then I guess they also have a team, like regardless of what artist, right? So True. That's very yes. true. Um, okay, so then the hat guy was like, Have you ever thought of doing I'm really sorry, hat guy. I don't know what your name is. Sorry. Uh so did have it, you ever honestly, thought of doing this? I don't think he actually introduced them. I don't think so either. So I think I we're don't just know. supposed to know who they are. Um so have you ever thought of doing the solo route yourself and then joey was like not really he really wants you broadway um he wanted you hosting um and basically he's not really doing shit for the money he just does it because it's fun and he wants to do it so he's in that good position where he doesn't have to do things for money but anything that he wants to do so uh yeah so then there was another commercial break at this point uh for the blue chew tablet which is basically like a viagra type pill so you can get a free box and only pay shipping and i was like god he's like and it was it was a really awkward like i'm like okay whatever again his audience would buy it so it's fine like i said um, segues are like okay i guess it was this pretty is entertaining to the new ad all right and you know what i kind of like how they he does that the transition though because like it'd be awkward for him to be interviewing joey and then start talking about viagra like that's true right uh some podcasts do do that you're like yeah. talking and then all of a sudden there's an ad they're saying yes. so one of these days we might have ads and make money. Today's not that day. Hopefully one oh, day. Yes. Ah, whatever. We as like Joey Fatone, we do it for love. So if I get fired, I would like to do it for money. So just Yes. Well, hopefully you don't get fired. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. All right. So uh Joey was on uh, season four of Dancing with the Stars. He came in second place. Um, apparently, and then Steve-O kept saying Steve-O was you're season it. two. Wikipedia did you wrong if you're season yes. four. I feel like I kind of wanted to fact check him, but I didn't. I'm too lazy to do that right now. So, um, so then they're base, and then I guess Steve-O was on and he was kicked off the second week or something. Or oh, six weeks he six, said he was on, six weeks in he said he oh, he said he was the second worst dancer, but they kept yes. him on because I guess fans voted for him or whatever. Uh, so they were talking about how grueling it is. Joey was yeah. on the all-star one and he got he said he was on the alum. Oh, the that's, alum. that's my note. Yes. Joey yes. was on the alum and he was kicked off the second week. So, yes. Uh, so basically it was very grueling. Uh, your body hurts in ways that never hurt before. Uh, you, have to do, like, posture, you have to do like mm-hmm. the angles of your feet. Like it was, it's weird. It's crazy. Exactly. So, yeah. So he said it was a good way to showcase his personality because a lot of people just kind of knew him as a member of NSYNC. So that he liked that. Uh, he was actually asked to be on the first season. He said no, because he had whatever. And then he asked for and the numbers kept growing. So by fourth season, he's like, OK, let's do this. Because apparently he said there was 32 million people who watched the season four. So he's like, oh, this is excellent for me. You're like, this is a good money out there. Uh, and then they were saying, like... Because it was so true. If you were on Dancing with the Stars, that helped propel you to other stardom. To do other things as well. For sure. Especially in the beginning, they had a lot more stars. And now it's kind of like... Back then, it was very prestigious. And now, basically, and, oh, you're an influencer. Come on. Like, you know. Yeah. You're an e-celebrity. Come on. Oh, my God. So then he was talking about how, like, you're in a boy band you're like so steve was talking about like you know you're there's four there's five of you whatever you're all kind of work together do your thing but um when they do dancing with stars you realize who the weakest link on your team is and mm-hmm. that was lance and he's like lance yes sucked. oh my gosh when i heard that i was like wow right yeah so that was pretty funny it um is. so then they were talking like what's more grueling dancing with stars or broadway so joey said that broadway is grueling because it's eight shows a week uh, for mm-hmm. six months but they also said, so Steve-O was like, but it's easier with Dancing with Stars because on Broadway, it's repetitive. There's nobody judging you. Like, there's no judges saying you Like, you know. Uh, so he said Dancing with Stars is very, um, very stressful. He was newly sober at the time, Steve-O. And it was very stressful for him to be on the show. Um, it would probably drive him to drink if uh, he was on any longer. Yep. Uh, so Joey was saying that other celebrities call him for advice and he's like, why not do it? It opens up your demographic. So people know you from different things. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about how like a grandma, she, a mother was like, Oh, you were in sync. And the grandmother was like, Oh no, he was on dancing with the stars. So like people know him from various things, See, different age demographics. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So then they were talking about uh, Tom, how great of a host Tom Bergeron was. And he was the best. Yes. He was the best. Uh, then Steve-O was talking about a new in sync song for the Trolls uh, movie. And there was rumbling of a tour. 
Um, but then he was talking about how the record labels probably think it's cheaper to just have one person instead of five, because now you don't have to have all the hotel rooms and all the other costs associated, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so Joey's like, well, why not do it? Uh, we're only here once. He's always game for getting back together. Um, so then Steve was talking about his two Justin Timberlake stories, and he's like, "Do you still talk?" And Joey's like, "Yeah, we have a group chat." Um, we I always appreciate them talking about the group chat. Yes, good old group chats. They go we email and talk about merch. Uh, so Steve said he was coked out in 2007 Super Bowl. He was still wide awake the next day. Um, and Johnny Knoxville was putting Xanax in his soup to help him calm the fuck down, but it didn't work. So then he had to go pee. So as he's walking there, he passed like to go piss in some bushes. He passed by Justin Timberlake. Um, and then he was talking about a major beef with Prince, but then, uh, cause he was dick. Uh, anyway, so then basically, uh, Justin let him pee in his room or something and he's like oh my god great so then he was talking about his prince encounter um and he gave me so much joy to have him rained on oh he was talking about how it rained at the super bowl and it gave him such mm -hmm. joy um so then justin's like okay go pee in my room and lock the door he's like okay uh so then joey was saying that prince was an asshole um yeah i've heard then, like not so many good things about that a little strange guy. So uh, yes. basically, Steve-O said he had this trick where he'd bounce a drink on his head and he would have to drink it without spilling it or using his arms. And he was dating a Sports Illustrated model and Prince in a condescending tone was like, does this impress you? And then the girlfriend was like, yeah. And he's like, whatever. Uh, and then Joey said he was partying in New York City after the VMAs and it was it was the Nelly and NSYNC after party. So there was only celebrities at this event. Uh, so Prince was upstairs in the VIP area. This is the time you have like the disposable cameras. So yeah. uh so Joey's like, oh, okay, cool. So it was just Prince and one other guy that Prince was talking to. So that guy left. So Joey turned to him, he's like, Hey, it's Joey. He's like, Yeah, hey, I know who you are. <laughs> and he's like, uh, can I take a picture with you? And Prince was like, I'd rather not. And then turned <laughs> around to pretend to talk to somebody, but there was nobody else there. So it was just awkward because it was just the two of them up there. And Joey's like, Okay, great. Um, oh my god, that was funny. Yes. So then, uh, then Steve-O said that his second Justin encounter, they were in like an exotic location. He was dating Cameron Diaz at the time. And it wasn't Steve-O, but a member of his crew went up to ask for a pic and said, hey, Justin, like, I hate to bother you. And then he's like, so don't. And like <laughs> walked away. And I was like, mm, yeah, it sounds like Justin to me. Yeah. Um, so then Joey was like, unless I'm doing something, I'll take a picture with somebody. Uh, the one time I didn't, I was arguing with my wife at a theme park and somebody's like, can we get a picture? And he's like, not the right time, buddy. Like, and then also, well, eating, no. And he's like, I will take picture after you're done, the meal. Um, so he said this to this lady at the mom come up and she's like, can I get a picture? My daughter's not taking a picture. And he's like, I'm just going to eat. You let me know when you guys are leaving and then I'll come out and get a picture, but not right now. But the daughters were taking pictures the whole time while he was there. So he just kept seeing the flash. So that pissed him off. So when the mom came back, she's like, yeah, no. I'm um, like, your daughters have been taking pictures this entire time, whatever. I'm not taking a picture. So then the mom was like, oh, whatever. And she went to go walk away. And then Joey's mom smacked him in the head and made him go take a picture. Oh my God, that was funny. So she's like, there's always a time and a place. Because um, she's like, the fans are the reason why you even have this job. Yeah. So, exactly. yes, I understand, like, you're eating, but also it's like two seconds photo. Exactly. So she, her mom keeps him humble. So That's basically right. another time he was with Justin and a lady came to take a picture, which they did. And then she went away and then she brought back all her family. And he's like, no, like I already took a picture with you, whatever. So, but he said for the most part, he will take pictures with people. Mm -mm. Uh, then Steve was like, I get annoyed after a certain point. And then uh, like in 2001, he was so frustrated. And then somebody said to him, there's going to be a time when nobody wants to take pictures with you. So take the pictures now type thing. So. So they kind of both agreed on that. Uh, but then they were talking about how it's like a chain reaction. One person noticed you, then another person, and then it's just like a zombie yeah. apocalypse. Everybody's like coming up. Which yeah. uh, on the Backstreet Boys cruise, I can 100% agree that that is definitely... That's definitely happened. Yep. Um, so, but then Joey's like, we love our fans. Um, totally. So then Steve-O was just talking about how great Joey is. He's like, I was always a fan of you, but I didn't know how good you would be. Uh, you're totally unflappable. 
And then Joey's like, life is too short, too short to worry about things outside of your control, which is very, very good. true. Like, you stress out a lot. He was saying his mom had to go for testing and she was all stressed out. And he's like, don't stress out now. Find out the results. Like you could be stressing for no reason, like whatever. So it's very yeah. good. It's a good point. It's a very good point. And then Steve-O said that Joey is basically the epitome of don't sweat the small stuff. Yes. Uh, so then they started talking about the tour with AJ in March, uh, that they sing each other's songs, crack jokes. And then they went on this tangent about StubHub scalping tickets, but I'm like, that's literally what StubHub is. It's a resale site, but anyway, so they're like, oh, the algorithms and this, and then it looks like you're buying it from the official site, but you're not. And and then Joey was saying in the olden days, not him, but like before, like they had ticketing things online, that sometimes a lot of bands would scalp their own tickets. Like they would keep the front row and then sell them um, to other people. So scalping has been around forever. Um yes. And then they were talking about on YouTube, if you watch things, like if you watch music now, it'll say like, oh, upcoming dates near you. So the guys were excited because they're comedians, but they're like, no, we're only doing that with music, not comedy. So, uh, and then this random guy, Paul Brisley came up to ask some questions. So, which, um, so then Paul was like, when NSYNC broke up, was there a day when you realized, oh shit, it's over? So Joey said, um, the last challenge for the children, which is the one that I was at, I believe. And he's like, oh shit, now what? Uh, but then Joey said, but I got the chance to do things I wouldn't have done before, like Broadway. Um, and it, he said it helped being famous and young. Uh, huh. So when he came home, he was very humbled. He didn't know how to do things. He didn't know how to do laundry or pay bills. So his wife slash girlfriend at the time was like, kept him very grounded because they also had a baby and all that stuff right so yeah um he learned very quickly he learned very quickly real life so yes yes because like when InSync was huge basically he was still living with his parents so he wasn't dealing with any stuff so yeah yes um so then paul said do you do people still say you're joey from InSync?" and he's like it doesn't bother me uh, he's like people know me from InSync. a lot of people from my big fat greek wedding yes uh which apparently this paul guy was a big fan of um and then he was talking about that after the reason how he got on that was after that thing you do, which is I yelled because they called it the wrong show earlier on. I was like, that's the wrong answer. Anyway, so Tom Hanks had done that movie and they wanted to do something within sync, which um, they were going to do kind of like that or like a remake of Greece or something like that. Like yes. Beatles movie. But didn't really come to fruition. Uh, but Joey just happened to stop by the studio one day to like, to check in and see how things were going and his friend worked there she's like oh there's this audition for this big fat greek wedding you'd be great for it go audition so he did and obviously got the part uh so then the guy in the blue shirt said is there any advice for paul um because he's a musician and he, so he doesn't get fucked in the music business so then joey said uh he's known his manager for years he tells them everything and gives them straight up honesty where a lot of people will like sugarcoat and like yes man and all that stuff always good to have honesty it's always good for sure because you don't want people honesty just is right. the best policy as they say as they say uh so then at this point because you were wondering oh where did steve go because apparently i zoned out and didn't notice this he was in the bathroom and flushed the toilet and came out and you're just like and the bathroom was right behind where Paul was. And like, oh, okay. he washed his hands. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is weird. So then Blue Shirt's like, oh, you have to go up. So he like got up so Steve could take his spot so then he could go pee. I was like, is this is this the old man peeing podcast? Like, what's going on? So then like, it's musical chairs of peeing. So then Joey was just talking about how life is too fucking short to get upset over things. Uh, and then Steve was just so happy that nothing was off limits with Joey. And Joey answered all his questions, but I didn't think they were that like... I feel like he's answered all of these questions like numerous times. Oh, for sure, for sure. I feel like um, we knew most of these answers. Yeah, but it's always still good. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like again, being on this podcast will give him open him up to a lot more guys, right? And different demographics. Exactly. There. Yes. So there you go. So, uh, good so then, to explain it for the new people. Right. For sure. For sure. Uh, so then Joey's like, "My shit is an open book." Uh, then for some reason they went back and I guess Howard Stern also asked about sniffing of fingers and then they were making jokes about smelling fingers and I was like okay great so who knew this was a big deal apparently uh, so then Steve was like oh shit I gotta host this belly flop contest in five minutes so we gotta go okay thanks for being on the show blah blah 
because they're on the cruise. And then it cut back to him in the studio, and he's like, oh, my God, Joy was so fun. It was such a great thing. And he said that apparently right after they finished, they all bolted out of the room, ran across the boat, ran through the buffet, grabbed a bunch of plates of cake, and were shoving cake in their face to make it to this belly flop competition. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. So they ended on a high note. So they ended on a high note, for sure. So, so anyways, I didn't really know much about Steve-O ahead of time. I like vaguely knew of him, but I thought it was actually a really good um, podcast. It was a good interview. So again, if you're looking for that, it is called Wild Ride with Steve-O, episode 199. I so, feel like you can't go wrong with Joey. You Honestly, Joey Fatone is fucking hilarious, and we love him. He's, he's, so, he's good so, times. For sure. Okay, so uh, I guess that's it for now. Uh, we have a couple of concerts coming up in the next month. We've made it to March, so we have two concerts. Um, if anyone is coming to Westlife on the Monday in Toronto, we will be there. I don't know where we're March seeing. 11th? Is it March 11th? Yes. Yeah, so Something Hall? Meta. Something Hall. I forget what the first Meridian. word. Meridian Hall. Meridian, there you go. Yes, by uh, Union Station. So we will be yes. at that show. It looks like all three Toronto shows entirely sold out. They do have like resale tickets, obviously, but uh, it sold out pretty quickly. And there was only originally one show. And then I think that was the 13th. And then they added additional shows. So I think we're actually going to the first show of the tour. Wow. So, uh, so feel free to check out our Facebook. Or like the guinea pigs. Uh, like if yeah, something so doesn't go right, they can we change will... the next day. Exactly. So check out our um, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all that jazz uh, to see stuff. And uh, yeah, so we'll definitely be talking about that. And what else? The oh, at the end of the month. Yeah. Yes. We're uh, on a road trip with our friend Leslie and we are going to Grand Rapids, Michigan to watch a symphonic boy band um, show. I don't know. So it's on basically March 29th. the 29th. March good Friday. Good Friday. We're going to make it a great Friday. Um, as of right now, they still have not released any um, meet and greet stuff. But anyways, we have pretty good tickets for that. I believe we're on the left. Yes. If you're going, hit us up and maybe we'll, we'll come say hi. Hopefully and... it doesn't get canceled. I don't know how ticket sales have gone. I haven't checked the ticket sales in a while. But they're like, they're reasonably priced, guys. And so it's Joey. I'm um, sorry. It's not Joey at all. It is Chris from Sync. The uh, other funny one. The other hilarious instinct member. Stochastic. Boy band. He's funny too. Uh, and a night of symphonic boy bands by the Grand Rapids Symphony. So that is Friday, March 29th. I'm quite interested to see how it, what it entails. What is it going to be like? No clue. Uh, there are still tickets available. They're very reasonably priced. They're only like 22 bucks. Um, is there a lot of tickets available or I'm just waiting for the page to load oh okay um yes so hopefully it does not get canceled i will show do they you, still uh, perform even if it's like less than like i think it depends hundred. i feel like i don't know so they obviously didn't sell the back section but they still have quite a few seats they're all pretty good seats i believe we're kind of like up here in the fronty area around it's pretty here. good like for that kind of thing like yeah so basically four or five rows of soul i don't know yeah so it's a symphony um and so it's like jeff timmins eric michael estrada from o-town and chris patrick van sink and yeah so that should be pretty fun so if you haven't bought your tickets yet for that they're very cheap um i don't know in the states but in canada it's a holiday so we get the day off so so why not have some fun why not yes so uh, content for the podcast there you go we're doing this for you guys we're going out there and sharing our experiences so that's right uh, yeah okay well i guess that is about it because we are way over so um all right so thanks for taking a break with us guys until next time thanks for listening bye, bye. <laughs>